You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Something Rather Than Nothing podcast. And for this episode, we have Avery R. Young uh, out of Chicago. And uh, boy, he does a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of great art, um, uh, uh, spoken word, uh, poetry, uh, music. I wanted to read um, uh, a forward to his um, recent book uh, called uh, Neckbone. And the forward is by Fiaster uh, Gates. Um, who is uh, another great, great artist. And this is the forward to uh, Neckbone. One of my earliest memories of going to church is the way Deacon Bond would bend on one knee and begin to slowly and in chant recite, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed would be thy name. As a young person, my friends and I would mock him, reciting his chant with all his emotion, mimicking his hand gestures and facial expressions. Deacon Bond had the responsibility of singing, or speeching the Lord's Prayer every Sunday without fail. He, like so many others in the church, had a way of being devout. Their ability to embody both the spiritual life and the lyrical life demonstrated a relationship with Christ in the eternal that can be described as a romantic one. When I reflect on my experience at New Cedar Grove Missionary Baptist Church located on the west side of Chicago, I believe this was a place where Jesus was a friend to the west side and to west siders. It is at this kind of place that we meet Avery R. Young. I reflect on the ways in which spiritual power is transferred to us and how often that spiritual power is a power residing in the absence of any other kind of power. That transference is amazing. Avery has been given that power, translated into a poetic power. It is with and through his power that Avery is able to ask poetry to perform the severe act of telling that the complicated stories of loss, suffering, and subjugation while cultivating stories of food, dance, and clothing, as well as black here on black streets. While every touts often that this is a black that this is a black poem, even if he never used the word black in his poems, they would still be blacker than most of ours. Avery not only knows but embodies blackness because blackness has been his gift. It's been his endowment. I know where this town comes from, and it is not of from theories on t- timbre or cadence structure. Avery is from the Lord, and he is from the endowment of blackness that is so deep and wide that I worry not of its depletion because every day with this talent, Avery is adding more and more. As you read this book, recognize that you're not just reading one of our greatest living street poets or one of the most important thinkers on the black experience, but you're reading about yourself. Allow yourself to step into Avery's words, to be moved by his spirit and other spirits. Give yourself permission to write and breathe and raise your knee and move the mic up and down. Out of the many lessons bestowed upon me by Deacon Bond, one of great significance was teaching me how to believe and that my belief required my breathing and that my breathing would make room for the righteous. And so, in the spirit of Deacon Bond, keep breathing, Avery. Yeah. Whoa, that's a yeah. heck of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hooked it up. You hooked it up. <laughs> tell us, tell us for that, for that, for that forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avery, Avery, our uh, young. Uh, welcome, welcome to something there rather than nothing podcast. Um, 
t- uh, t- tell us, tell us. Uh, that was from the the intro from uh, Neckbone. Yeah, uh, which is a a, a, a beautifully bound uh, collection of visual verses. Can you just 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 tell the listeners about you know what what you're doing in that volume? What visual verses are? Okay, well, visual verses um, coined by my editor from Northwestern University Press, Parnisha Jones. Um, and it's really my attempt of communicating poetry as being art in some way where uh, in some way around the line, a lot of it becomes this thing about work literary work being viewed more as academic. And not just an exploratory, or, or, and not more so an exploration of a person's imagination. So, what I wanted to do with Neckbone Visual Verses is really be transparent about the ways in which I see the poems, um, and put place put that in in the working on page. So that's what Neckbone's visual verses is really all about. Um, these moments and that have happened in my life that has informed what I am doing with my work. And for me, my work is about my journey to one, liberate myself and then stay liberated. I hope that answers the Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it certainly does. Uh and and um I one of one of the comments I wanted to make on on the volume that that I uh, appreciated for you know for what it is is that there seems to be um a lot of open-ended uh, questions and juxtapositions, you know, visually and with mm-hmm. words. And I think it opens up a lot of territory to think about it. I, I, I know sometimes if you grab a, a volume, everybody's going to have a different way of interacting with art. But if you grab a volume of poetry, it might just be looking for it to be, you know, come, so, something that's soothing and, and melodic. Mm-hmm. But it, it can also, uh, with the, the visual components of your uh, poetry, it tends to open up a lot of questions for exploration. It's kind of like the beginning uh, of, of 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 thinking, and um, and and that evocative nature of it is something that I I noticed right off the bat. Um, and and uh, but uh, Avery, going a little bit back, you talk about your you know some of the moments of the development uh, in the book. Um, one of the one of the you know basic questions I have is. What were you like uh, when when you were younger? What was I mean? Did you find yourself attracted to words, attracted to art and images when you were younger? Yes, I I've always been attracted to photography, um, since uh, photography and music since since a baby or images. Poetry came into my life around eight when I learned that I could kind of articulate what I was feeling through verse. Um, and I'm just very studious kid, but I was also, also was 
mischievous in ways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like this full of life, um, loved, loved being inside the, the pageantry and gesture of service, even if I was a little bit more resistant of the dogma of religion and, and religious practice. Um, and I was just always thinking and asking questions, um, always fascinated with the way in which people spoke and dressed and presented themselves, you know, in, in this, in this world. You know, so that was that was me as a kid, singing and dancing, playing, and just just yeah, just a bunch of you know, just a bunch of that. Yeah, I I, I got I, I think Chad that for uh, quoted one of your books, mischievous in ways. That sounds very <laughs> cryptic, <laughs> very open ended. <laughs> no, no, no. You know the the funny thing is, so the point, so the so my thing about my thing about poem about the poetry and what I wanted to actually really do. And that thing is, it's like life doesn't happen left left to right, you know? So a lot of these poems question the way in which you can even enter a poem, you know? So the access and the exit from many of those poems are very different. Yes. Um, so Sometimes you have to turn the book around in order to read it. Sometimes you have to pull it away from you. Sometimes you have to dig in it. Some of the words are legible. Some of the words are not. This is um, all of that is intentional because as even as a little kid, I was very physical with things like TV. Watching TV for me, depending on the show, would be depending on what the show was. Um, would kind of inform my the physicality um, my physicality while watching. So like, for instance, Soul Train was not a show that I just sat down and looked at. Soul Train is a show that I danced while watching. Right. Because there was music on Soul Train. There was music <laughs> that, you know, I was grooving to. So, um, that is the um there is whenever we were watching maybe a broadcast of a, we used to watch the fellowship uh, baptist church had a broadcast every saturday night and it again it wasn't just us sitting in on couches and on floors just watching people have church, it was really us saying a band and clapping hands and singing along with the choir. So that's that's kind of like if that gives you any more um, clarity on <laughs> yeah, I uh... things get, where things get mischievous. When I was saying mischievous, I've just been I just always just been hands on like 
I don't know the fire is hot until I put my hand on the fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You, you got to get into it. You got to get into it. I was not the child that you could say, I, 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 that's hot. I was like, what? It, no, it's not. Yeah. And then I would go, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Recall that. You know, I um, you mentioned you mentioned Soul Train. I said I, I uh, you know, obviously um, uh, great show. I I got sidetracked for years. I'm still been sidetracked because I watched the 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 clips, and I'll always be trying to figure out how uh, Michael Jackson does the robot with his feet. He's moving those feet up and down, and he's yes. and it's going all back and over. I, I would have done the same thing, but I've always been trying to f- figure out his damn technique. How the heck? <laughs> how the heck he does that? I still don't know. Uh, I still don't know to to this day. Um, so um, one of the things I wanted to chat about, um, Avery. Um, uh, you know, obviously we 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 chatted a little bit about uh, Neckbone. Um, you know, your volume of uh, visual verses that came mm-hmm. out uh, last year, but. Um, you know, some, uh, some of your other material, um, you do a lot of things, um, was mm-hmm. that, that I encountered with music was, was, uh, uh, uh Tubman, um, and, uh, and, and that album, um, can you, uh, I, I mean, first of all, I, I, I love it. Um, I love the, the, the deep soul resonances, um, in it. Uh, it's it's great, moving spiritual music. Get your body moving. Thank what? You. Uh, how, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What? Um. So so how did you know how how did it come about? And you know, again, what do you what what are you looking to do? What are you trying to convey? Um. In 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 your uh, album Tubman. So Tubman is basically the soundtrack to Neckbone, and there are the songs. On Tubman, excuse me, are meant to extend some of the poems, if not all the poems, in the book Neckbone. The I recorded it. I was recording Neckbone as I was writing the book too. So, um. I wanted to really just to create my thoughts about the music too would be that there'd be these songs that would arranged when well, the arrangements, I'm sorry, the arrangements of the songs would kind of reflect the music that I grew up listening to, you know? So that's, that's where you have that nod to soul and funk and gospel because this was all of the music that was playing and that that the music on that record was the type of music that was playing in the house as I was growing up as a you know as a child on the west side of Chicago so you know when you have a song like sit down job it it reflects the relationship that I had with one of the pivotal characters in the book mother mary or big mama you know and that's what you know when i was young that's what she had told me you need to get you a sit-down job <laughs> <laughs> and see that was funny too because that was a poem that did not make the final or her so sit-down job specifically was a poem that did not necessarily make well, it didn't make the book. It wasn't even did not necessarily make the book. It was one of the points I had to take out of the book in order to 
when I was editing and revising the final manuscript. So therefore, then it became a song for the record. So that's how a lot of the record um, happened. Because there were pieces that were, um, some of them were pieces that could not be in the book. Some pieces were pieces inspired by pieces from the book. And that's, that's how Tubman came to be. I decided to name the album Tubman, one, because I knew that a lot of the work in the book surrounded um, my maleness, but a lot of what I've learned to be, or learned how to be liberated is through these um, wonderful black women in my life. And that, that inspired the cover, that inspired the title of the album, because Harriet Tubman for me is is like if I had a dictionary, if I was to make a dictionary and put a picture by the word liberated to get people to understand what liberation is, it would be her picture. Amen. Yeah. That's so, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. So that was that was and I mean that's for me, like I said, my art is so attached to my liberation because for me it's self liberation is self-selected it's nothing that you have to wait on someone to sign a sheet of paper <laughs> to obtain right it, yeah if, if, if you kind of coming from 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 the self and in your art I mean, your art, both within the music and in Neckbone, I mean, it seems to me you're trying to trying to prompt that that exploration and that uh, journey. Is is that safe to say? Yeah, that that, that is thoroughly safe to say. I, my the quote I usually give about Harriet Tubman is that she didn't run to freedom; she ran because she was free. Yeah. So her her journey in emancipation was really aligning her body with what her mind and spirit already knew of her of itself that it was a, it was it was it was free and should be in spaces where it could be <laughs> and there was nothing there was nothing that would satisfy her soul until she was also in a space where her body could could be could be um as free as her mind and her spirit and this is what I'm really doing or want to do with the art. It's probably also why um, I am crazy <laughs> 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 with the, the the fact that oh, you're gonna write a book and record an album at the same time. <laughs> and because, I mean, um, any other I think sane person would at least do one and then the other. <laughs> well, it's the using of the things that you have to be able to tell the I mean, just by you placing those two together for me, you know, as somebody who, you know, is enjoying both of them. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it's it's the different ways you know you as an artist just trying to get get that out in different ways let me explain a little bit further in this song right and uh 
or go back to the poem and let's let's go in let's right. go in that way. Um, well, let me play uh, Lil Lily uh, oh, track man. off 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 Tubman. Um, I'm gonna play. Yeah. yeah, I love Lil Lily. Yeah, I, I I love that song. Let's let's play it. We'll chat about it a little bit after. I'm also gonna ask you uh about you know what is art after this but if you we're gonna play that song now this little lily here we are young off the album tubbin
that's that's a hundred percent dancing guarantee. You can't not dance <laughs> to that song. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna speak directly to the podcast uh, listeners. Even if you're in the car, you can you can pretty much do a whole dance in the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, 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 look, this is so. Little Lily is a song about my mother, and the 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 folklore around that is that when um, my mother was carrying me. She, you know, she's she's very, to this day, you know, somebody's going to move and groove. Yeah. And and she would do splits like James Brown and all these things while she was like big belly with me. (laughs) And so the song, so her song had to, so her song had to thump like that. Yeah. (laughs) It had to throw. So when I think about her, I think about like me, my dancing, and whatever, or just my the just me like me liking to, to dance. Really is also like it's me like my um love of watching my mother dance and turn and spin and split like James Brown and things of that nature. So that's where your parents that's where your that's where your mama there set your destiny right <laughs> yeah, that's how they work out that's how they work. Now, when you when you're starting off like that that's the way it's gonna go so um so uh avery uh big 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 question um yes. you're, you're you're an artist working a lot of different mediums a lot of different forms for you what what is art Whew, that's a big that's a that's a that's a big question um so let me figure out how to answer that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know with me, the root of it always is the poetry. And what I am doing with poetry is I am using as using as many materials as I possibly can to express myself through poetry. Um, that is what I am doing with my art, right? Is using sound. Uh, language to to express a a young man who is forever insisting on his liberation forever insisting on being able to enter in every room with all of his adjectives, all of his modifiers. And art for me is the ways in which it's the tool in which keeps the world honest. Okay. It is it is it is through art history can't lie <laughs> yeah so that's what artists be you know artists yeah. artists artist, that entity that keeps the world honest because yeah the, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day a history book can be revised and and it can it can it can omit truths and voices 
but the art that is created during those times um, keeps those voices heard, relevant, and valuable. That's what that's what art is for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I um, you know, I started the podcast about about a year ago, and um, you know, I've I've added questions and modified uh, questions, and you know, a couple of them have to do in particular with. You know, you take that, you, you take what you, your definition of art. And the next question related to that came about with the advance of the pandemic. Um, and just kind of an open question for you. What is, what is the role, what's, what's been the role of art uh, for you in the pandemic or the role of, of, of your art. Um, I, I talked to a lot of artists and some have struggled saying, man, I should be super productive cause I got time. And others are like, screw doing art because the world's going to hell or, you know, everybody's having a different reaction. What, what, what do you, what do you see as the role of art in a pandemic? Mm. I don't know if art has a role. Um, in the pandemic, but I do believe art is necessary <laughs> during pandemic. It has been for me, um, but I as I as a writer have been able to remain in an alternative universe. Because um, as a creative, um, I've always been in the practice of alternative universes in the in the context of my body believes that I'm just in a in a an extended art residency. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not having those problems with producing work and art and things of the nature. Certain certain projects like a lot of my visual work stuff has been kind of on haul but like the writing the, the poems and and the dreaming of songs and things of that nature none of that has um none of that has, has stopped i'm like i said i'm my body just think i'm i'm able i'm in a space where i'm able to create so just keep creating, you know. I have to actually stop and rest. <laughs> yeah, I have to like stop and make myself go to sleep. You know, it's it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's it is which which was so which this was so. At some point during Neckbone, I was doing so many things. The book was like, look, you gotta you gotta take time out for me. So I had to do a residency in order to figure, I mean, I did a, uh, a self-imposed residency and to finish the work of the, to finish the work of the book. Now it's like, okay, what book am I going to work on today? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just, I just had it. I just had it. I just had this, this, this time. I don't, I, I'm not of the one who has the, the attitude that the world is going going for shit or 
or I'm not defeated by the pandemic. Um, right. I'm from a people who, for me, have seen way worse than pandemic. You know, since since sixteen nineteen, it's been pandemic. Yeah, for me and mine. So that much of um, that much of ways in which COVID nineteen has stopped the desire to to produce art has not hit my has not hit my spirit yet. Um, I am. I have though been a bit more resistant to submitting work um, because my work has, has always addressed these these things that people are now addressing and want to create anthologies about and things of that nature. So I'm a bit more selective in, in where I'm submitting work or where that work would be. Um, presented because I don't want to be a part of a trend <laughs> in work on the back of such lost in and devastation. Right? Right. Because um that's not what the work is about. No, that's not what you know, that's not what my work is about. So well, with your with your work, I mean, just to just to jump in, I mean, I heard you when you were saying that, and, and it was a powerful statement to me that you know you, your liberation as 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 a person being tied up to those to those creative works. So that's been part, you know, that's been part of how you're doing your work. And when we, I was reading the 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 Astro Gates, you know, introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, about how you know he expresses quite clearly that there's the, the blackness that's imbued and the spirituality that's imbued in in your work. So, mm-hmm. if I'm hearing you right, you're saying this is what I've been doing. This is this is yeah. what I'm doing. I'm going to continue doing this and yes. whatever whatever current. And I'm not trying to speak for you, but I mean, whatever the trend is now about you know. Um, with 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 currently in the role of art and Black Lives Matters, it's like this is what you're you're continuing to do. Are you concerned about you know that getting tied up into something that's passing when you're actively working and creating with what you need to work? Is that part of it? The that's. I'm sorry. Um, this that's the um, that's a fire fire engine. No, um, that's, I'm calling it the Chicago, right? So I'm mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Chicago, yeah. <laughs> on the west side, and I'm on the west side. In the west so side, whole, yeah. On the west side, of Chicago. So that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. And I was um, and I had chose the back porch, um, just for lighting, um. I didn't know that there was, this is going to be mainly audio, but this is but that's neither here nor there. My thing is, so I've walked past a lot of storefronts with Black Lives Matter signs in them, right? And then I've walked in those 
and I've walked in those establishments and have seen no black people in them. So I'm asking myself, oh, is that sign in your window to keep from keep some motherfucker from busting it? Right. <laughs> right. Um, was you know, so for me, my I have to continue to do the work that I'm compelled to do. The because it is that it is that type of work that has sustained me. Um, before, during, and post this this pandemic, I worship Nina Simone's Mississippi Goddamn, James Brown's I don't want nobody to give me nothing. Open up the door, I get it myself. Gil Scott Heron's Home is where the hatred is, or oh, yeah. Plan, or um. Aretha Franklin's version of to be young, gifted, and black. These these are pieces of art. Uh, Lucille Clifton's um, "Won't You Celebrate with Me?" This thing I've yeah. this thing I've shaped into a life. So there's 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 art and artists who lay at who lay at you know my art altar. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this is what they and this is what they did with their work, no matter what was going on in the world, not no matter what was going on in their personal lives, you know. Um, so I'm compelled to just continue to work. What I am being more mindful though about is joining the machine because I like to think that my work is against it. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, my challenge to myself. Well, when I'm talking to students currently, I am uh, mentoring for young artists um, through the Astors Revealed Foundation over at the Stony Island Arts Bank. Um, it's home to some some archives. Um, the one being the Johnson Publishing Library. Um, then there's a Library of Glass. Um, there's a lot, just like just a, uh, some wonderful things inside this this bank that these four art, young artists will engage and create work based off of. And what one one thing I was telling them is. They should challenge themselves to make the work that can only come out of their hands. Uh, that is always my challenge to myself. I can only make the work. Um, this work that I make can only come out of my hands. And that is, like I said, that's what I, in my hands, I still moving and grooving in spite of and despite of any and everything that I may be going through personally, um, what I what I, the world outside my window, the hands are still moving and grooving and gonna do what they gotta do, you know? Sometimes they don't need me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and that's where it comes from. I, I, I mean, that's a powerful statement, and I like that because it brings in, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, the the authorship, right? The the artist, like your hand, your voice, Avery, is what's important to help bring that out. You are the artist to to produce that, and I think that does work against the grain. I think that is partly against the machine because. You know, sometimes there's a technical skill of like produce this thing that the culture, you know, wishes to be produced and just go ahead and do it. And there's less voice. Right. Um, it, it seems there's less voice in that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted to say, I think a lot of times, especially during these times now, people are looking to art to fix a thing. And I never make that the assignment of my art to fix a thing. Okay. Um, like, don't look. My art can't be a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, 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 I, and if it's going to fix the thing, it's really a band aid, right? Over a a, a gigantic wound, <laughs> right? Right. What fixes things is legislation. What fixes things. Our um, art can influence a shift in mentality that can work towards people then fixing things, but it's not the fix, right? It's a conscious, um, more of a consciousness and more of a provocation. Yes, yes. It can definitely, it can, there has been, there's been artwork that has moved me and changed, like I said, and changed my consciousness about you know things but i but i do know at the end of the day um i'm not being the judge that's going to put another black or brown body into the the judicial system right right, right. Uh, um that is that is you know that's that's not my, the power of my art doesn't do that Right, that's my um, the power of my art is in spite of that I create. So that's that is you know that's what I'm gra grappling with you know because a lot of that I get resentful and people wanting that to be the assignment of the of the art yeah you know? so that makes it um like i the art the the art didn't pollute the ocean <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right you know that? right the art tells us that the ocean is polluted and then we have to do the work to not pollute the ocean you know what I'm saying? This, I do. You know, I do. That's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really helpful. Um, and, and just kind of the approach and, 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 and the role. And I think there, there is a great, you know, great question and potential debate is, yeah, you're saying, look, the answers aren't going to be, you know, produced in this here. We get, it's, it's you, you can be led to the answers, right? You can mm -hmm. listen and, and, uh, but you, you got to, you got some work to do on, on your own. Each one of us do. Um, 
a uh, couple couple more uh big big questions uh okay. was, yeah i was speaking to avery r young uh poet uh singer uh artist out of chicago a uh, couple couple more big ones um okay. avery avery what uh what or who made you who you are <laughs> oh oh my goodness <laughs> that is what who made me who i am uh i, I guess by from a standpoint of biology my mom and my daddy <laughs> oh but i guess um i will but i will say the person who you speak to um, was designed by the person who you are speaking to. Yeah. So a lot of what makes or what has made me and, and the person that I am are decisions that I've made for myself to, as to how I will exist in this world. You know, I've made constant decisions of what of what will anger me and what will not, what's important to me and what is not. Um, and that has been influenced by conversations, books, food, people's smiles, tears, um, yeah, that's been influenced by a lot, a, a lot of things, but ultimately, you know, I've designed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the big, big question, Avery: Why is there something rather than nothing? Why is there something rather than nothing? Mm-hmm. Cause. Something comes with thump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on now. That's the something answer I've been waiting for. This is episode 40-something. Come on now. Come on now. Because something comes with the thump. That's why there's got to be something. Thump exists. Thump exists. And because thump exists, something must be there. Yeah, that's the only way thumb happens. That's just like I said. There's, there's. I mean, I, I use the word thump a lot because it is. There, it, it, there are a couple of decisions made in the fi in the final mix of Little Lily, right? And I'm like, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> I want a thump. <laughs> And I want to. I want to. It's a sound like a sound like thump. And I, a lot of it was really. This is this really is to tie in my analogy about you know there's something because there's a thump. I had to one mix. I well, well listening to figure out the final mix. I asked that everything be muted except for the the kick. And then I had him bring in the bass. And what ended up happening was the organ in that song comes in at the tail 
like right at the end, right after the right at the bridge. Yeah. And it may be by need to listeners and things, <laughs> things of that nature. But it was something about the organ inside through the rest of the song to me that minimized the thump that I was looking looking for. And I had to kind of mute everything and and start and start listening to it instrument by instrument to understand what what I wanted to hear. Yeah. But the that that kick is the thump that was able to direct me to what would make this what would make what I wanted to hear what is heard. So like I said, that's that's the evidence of something is the thump. Well and 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 I, I and I love that too because when you said that in the back of my head the thump kept going in the back of my head from that song. I heard it and I know where it is and thanks for placing it there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right, that's great. Hey, um uh before we let you go Avery, um I wanted to just for you to let the listeners know um like I said you do a lot of artwork. I I I I again thank you. I I love your pieces. I love the visual verses. The music is uh is 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 fantastic. I've watched uh, some of your videos on YouTube, but without me trying to give it all away as far as where to find you. What what can you let listeners know as far as where to find you, you know, if you got a project coming up or folks are in the city in Chicago, you know, whatever's going on, could you let us know? Uh, yes. Right now, I am one of four directors over at the Floating Museum. So you can, thefloatingmuseum.org is a space, and you can reach me on any social media platform from Instagram. Um, that's Avery underscore R underscore Young um, on Instagram and at B E B L K on Twitter. I am currently working on a play and a collection of experimental prose. <laughs> All right. The play, the play is based on the 1968 King Riots on Chicago's West Side and the other work is centered around a um, a hate hate crime of uh, of a queer queer man in Detroit or queer people in Detroit a a couple of queer people in Detroit yeah so um, I, I Friday birthday um, day, I did a performance and premiered a new song, which basically opened up the floodgates. So I'm going to put the Deacon board together and we got some more music to put out in the world. <laughs> All right. This is this is oh, I'm I'm excited by it. I'm excited by it. Thank and, and, and happy birthday, happy birthday on Friday there. Thank, thank um, I've 
yeah, I mean, I definitely, I'm gonna, like I said, I mean, part of me as I'm, I, I, I love art and 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 I love the work that you do, and I like, for me, I like, um, I like the exploration of it, just like in the sense of, like I said, some of the open-ended aspects of it, you know, like bringing up questions, um, and kind of jostling, you know, the viewer, the person who's, uh, working with your art, and I certainly look forward to, um, you know. Uh, your your new materials. Well, I um I got to tell you, I'm I've been honored and 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 blessed by it, being able to have your presence uh, on on this podcast. I wanted to convey that to you, and um and, and thank you for your time. And gosh, I I really look forward to you know um everything you you put out that comes from yourself, Avery. I really appreciate thank, it. Thank you. You have a great day, and hey, con continue your birthday weekend if you can. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Great talking with you, Avery. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye now. Bye -bye. See?